0: Welcome to The Lead, a podcast about how to get ahead in the media industry from the people who did. I'm Caroline Odom. For this first episode of season 10, we are joined by Raina Cash, editor of the Savannah Morning News in Savannah, Georgia, and Georgia State Director for the Augusta Chronicle and the Athens Banner Herald. Since graduating from Florida A&M University with a degree in journalism, Raina has held sports reporting and editing roles at Sporting News, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the Dallas Morning News, and the Miami Herald. She most recently worked at the Louisville Courier-Journal and the Minneapolis Star-Tribune. Today, Raina shares her experience of transitioning to the role of editor at the Savannah Morning News and leading a newsroom during a pandemic. She also tells us how the Savannah Morning News is prioritizing telling stories that are from the community by the community. Finally, Reina offers some encouraging and very tangible advice and invites journalism students to ask a bold question of ourselves. I'm excited to share this first conversation of season 10 and found a lot of wisdom in it, and I hope you will too. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is produced by the Cox Institute for Journalism Innovation, Management, and Leadership at the University of Georgia's Grady College. To learn more, go to grady.uga.edu/coxinstitute. Additionally, in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, this episode of the Lead was recorded over Zoom. Thank you in advance for your patience with audio imperfections. Now, here's the Lead. Welcome to the lead podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, We're we're glad to be past the election season. And now we can move on to uh, more exciting news here in Georgia.
0: Yes. Well, congratulations on making it through election season. Certainly was a crazy time. And also congratulations on leading the Savannah Morning News as editor. You took on the role in May. Is that correct?
1: June um, is really when I got started. And then I moved to Savannah in July. I was uh, previously at the Louisville Courier-Journal. And because of the pandemic, My uh, relocation was delayed a little bit, but I landed here in Savannah, Georgia uh, at the end of June, uh, early part of July.
0: I'm from near Savannah, love the area, and I hope you've been enjoying it. But I'd love to jump right into your work with the Savannah Morning News. When the Savannah Morning News announced your hiring, they said that you would be leading news gathering. So what does that mean, leading news gathering? You know, what does your role entail? Yeah,
1: so uh, here at the Savannah Morning News, uh, we're covering local community news. Uh, it's, it's boots on the ground. Uh, it's having an ear uh, to the community, held up to the community, and being a voice uh, for the people of Savannah. And uh, that's our mission every day, is to connect with people, to tell people the things they need to know, and also surprise them with things that they didn't even know were out there, you know? And so we're trying to, to break news. We're trying to analyze news, help people understand uh, what's happening in their communities. Uh, and we're, we're gathering news and information uh, for all of our readers every day, both on the Savannah Morning News newspaper and, of course, on our website, savannahnow.com.
0: So in addition to serving as the editor for the Savannah Morning News, you also hold the title of Georgia director for both the Augusta Chronicle and the Athens Banner Herald here in Athens. So what does that role look like?
1: Yeah, so that's a a little different position. Um, I do oversee those other two papers. And we, we spend a lot of time, or some time at least, trying to coordinate statewide efforts uh, that was evident during the election. Uh, we're trying to find those common threads uh, that would be of interest to Georgians, uh, not just here in Savannah, but in Augusta and Athens as well. Uh, so we, we partner on, on projects. Uh, we did a project, for instance, on uh, the lack of broadband services in, in rural Georgia, and we went just a little outside of our communities uh, to hear what people are experiencing all over Georgia. And so that's something that we have sort of an advantage uh, that we're able to do because we are in three different locations in three very different parts of the state from the coast uh, to a college town up in Athens and then um, out in Augusta. Uh, So it really allows us to be, have a far reach in terms of the stories that we're able to tell in the state.
0: So in stepping into these new roles, What were some major goals that you identified or specific opportunities for growth that you saw?
1: Well, here in Savannah, which is where, um, you know, I spend my time and where I live, uh, there were uh, and are some some hurdles uh, that we need to clear here in our community. At the top of that list is the fact that uh, we need to rebuild trust with communities of color in Savannah And so that has been uh, one of my top priorities. We also need to do storytelling that uh, emanates from the community. Uh, We have done a lot of top down reporting and I think a lot of journalism institutions sometimes find themselves in that place where the, the journalism and the reporting is starting from the top, from people in power. And so we want to flip that upside down and, and really uh, start our journalism by talking to people who live and work and experience uh, this community. And, and then the decisions that are made uh, from positions of power, we want to know how they are affecting the people who, who have to, you know, live those experiences.
0: As a follow-up question to that, I mean, it's clear that in your role, you want to be intentional about telling stories that are from the community and that that represent the community fully. So moving to Savannah, to a new place, what steps did you take to get to know the community that you're serving?
1: One of the big ones that we did, we have uh, an opinion page and our opinions writer was producing columns uh, multiple days a week, four to five days a week. And one of the first things that we did was dial that back a little bit and instead uh, replaced that writer's voice with those from the community. We solicited opinions from people from all walks of life in Savannah uh, to hear from them about how they think we can make a better Savannah. And we've also broadened our podcast offerings uh, with that in mind as well. Uh, We're now incorporating video with people from the community uh, included on our videos. We're creating a um, community forum, a community panel, I should say, a citizens group in which we go and take issues of paramount importance to this community and we take it to them and and ask their opinions. And we want people to tell us how good of a job we're doing or where we're falling short in our journalism and and realize that we are are a part of this city. Uh, We are a part of this community. We're just not sitting in some ivory tower, you know, looking down on everyone, but we want to be a part of the fabric of of what's happening here in the city. And so we've made concerted efforts to do just that.
0: I think that is wonderful that the Savannah Morning News is starting that conversation with the community and really creating that dialogue, um, kind of narrowing down from the greater community to within the news organization for you, how does leading a news organization like the Savannah Morning News differ from just being a contributing member of a news organization?
1: That's a great question. And I'm learning uh, along the way, right? This is uh, my first time leading a, an entire newsroom. I've led uh, departments within newsrooms, uh, but this is, this is different. And I think uh, th- the biggest thing here uh, for me is to set the strategy and, and uh, share the vision and make sure that we're all pushing towards that every day. Uh, so in, in previous roles, I might've been uh, more hands-on on the content, editing that content, that sort of thing. But now um, I try to handle those things and have those conversations that, um, that are more strategic and that free my staff up to do the the work on the ground, and uh, to be a sounding board for them, uh, to be a face in this community uh, to the extent that I'm able to do that. And we are part of the USA Today Network. And so that's, we're one of 270 papers across the country including USA Today. And so I'm in communication quite often with other people around our network, Learning, learning from them, seeing what's working in their communities, what people are talking about, and trying to find some commonalities and see what is applicable here in Savannah as well. So we use a lot of their content that we think would be relevant for our readers as well. So it's a, it's a great resource and a great network to be a part of.
0: I as, as much as I hate talking about the COVID-19 pandemic, I think we're all tired of talking about it. Um, I think I should ask, what was it like transitioning to this new role in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic?
1: It's been challenging, and I know we are all tired of uh, talking about it and dealing with it. Uh, I'm eager to get the vaccine whenever the opportunity comes and it's my time up, I'm I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yes, it's been a challenge. Um, Most of my reporters continue to work remotely, um, as well as the editors. Uh, People pop in, in and out of the office here every now and then, but for the most part, people are continuing to work remotely. The journalism has been done remotely as well, doing Zoom interviews and sitting in on city council meetings and school board meetings things of that nature from afar. And so that, that touch that you get from being in person, uh, we have been missing that. And so it's just, um, we have to make a greater effort to be more intentional about reaching out to people, having conversations and making sure that we stay engaged with folks. And for me, uh, moving down here in the middle of a pandemic, trying to find an apartment, Without being able to visit and things like that, uh, all of that was a little bit of a challenge. But there's nothing unique about my situation. Um, the whole country is dealing with this. But from a journalism standpoint, um, it's it's a little bit more of a challenge. But um, I feel like, and then just the communication. When you work in a newsroom, you're standing around and you're talking and you're batting around ideas, and it's you know spontaneous and things like that so that spontaneity is is uh, a little bit harder to muster on a on a zoom call uh, but we're doing the best that we can under these circumstances and um, i'd like to think that we're doing a a pretty good job
0: yes and i would definitely like to encourage you and continuing to do this work with excellence and with drive even with all of the other challenges going on um so kind of as as a final question What would be your piece of advice or multiple pieces of advice to current journalism students?
1: Uh, That's a great question. It's something that I'm very passionate about. Um, I try to stay connected to college students or or young journalists as much as I can. Um, Many people did that for me in my career. And so that's something that, that I value and I do a lot, even on my own time. I would just say uh, to, to young journalists, first of all, to, to be encouraged. Uh, I know this is a difficult time to, you know, to be in school, uh, studying remotely and uh, you know, coming out of school, trying to find jobs in this sort of environment. So just kind of hang in there, first of all, from an emotional standpoint. Also for journalism students specifically, I would say uh, try and pursue some internships. I think it's really important to get that that valuable, that experience is really valuable when you're coming out. Uh, there's, there is something to be said about your student newspaper and, and being involved and being on your student staff and you all have a great one there in the red and black at the University of Georgia. Um, but when the opportunities present themselves to kind of get outside of that bubble and, and gain um, daily newsroom experience, uh, try to do that. Uh, I would say continue to write and write and write some more. Uh, you get better at writing by writing. And so uh, don't stop doing that. Um, and try and get those uh, multimedia experiences. Uh, today, no one is just one thing. So if you, can, if you can host a podcast, if you can edit audio, if you can shoot video, if you can shoot photos, um, you're the future of this, this field And so I like to often ask students what do you think journalism is going to look like in a few years because it's only a matter of time before we are following your lead. And so uh, I would encourage uh, students to push us even in the industry uh, to be better to be more creative and to bring your ideas to the table.
0: Reina, that is so encouraging. And I do think that's a wonderful question to ask of journalism students and definitely something we should ask of ourselves more often. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing your experience.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Those are great questions. And, um, you know, I'm excited about the future of this, this industry. It's difficult right now. Um, but I believe that, The the future is bright. There are important stories that need to be told. Uh, We're seeing that like we've never seen before uh, here in the United States. Um, People are making news, and we, we need the world to have journalists to tell that news.
0: Thanks for tuning into The Lead. I hope that you enjoyed hearing from Raina and that you'll continue to join us for the rest of Season 10. I'm your host, Caroline Odom. This episode was produced with guidance from Dr. Keith Herndon, director of the Cox Institute at the University of Georgia. To keep up with The Lead and to hear from more interesting media leaders, subscribe to The Lead on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Lead Podcast. Until next time.